We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard a house party was brewing uh-uh. It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. Oh. Just because you put it on top of the can doesn't mean I'm going to do it. You, you, you got fireballed. It's like the new ice. Welcome, everybody, to the Last Call Podcast on this Friday, streaming live on Twitch. I'm your host, Aaron Thompson. And as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Nick Warner and Sean. Somebody fireballed somebody, and somebody's not doing that said fireball shot. So um, we're starting off hot. Thank you to everybody participating in the chat, making fun of us. Also appreciate that. Uh, but we are live. This is the podcast where Nick, Sean, and I attempt to drink six beers in 60 minutes while doing the podcast. Each beer does have to be at or above 5% alcohol by volume. What are, what are you doing over there? Mix DJ it, man. DJ Diesel attempt. Yeah, you're right. Attempt. So, it, it, yes, attempt is in quotes, as it has been for quite some time now. Um, now, what I will say is that the chat, they bring up a, uh, a good point. So when we start to stream, we like to give everybody a little bit of time, kind of like the, the coming attractions at the movies, except there's no coming attraction. It is literally just a blank screen with a countdown timer before we start to stream. Uh, it was brought to our attention that maybe we should put some sort of music problem copyright issues so if you have any uh music that is not copyrighted that you would like to hear on our title screen while we're getting set up ready to stream before we stream please give us some uh suggestions (laughs) i did almost unmute nick's mic while he was sitting there making that noise repetitively uh, but I Bob's spared you all from that. Lo-fi. Oh man, we it's could, very we, oddly specific. Yeah, we could find yeah, some good lo-fi stuff. Okay, well, I, oh, I see multiple votes for Bob's Burgers lo-fi, so maybe we'll throw that on. Before. I liked my little whatever you want to call it, little rhythm, Your, rhyme, whatever I was. Little jingle. Yeah, how that little jingle. Little jingle jangle. Yeah, that's it. Here, we'll just take a clip of that and play it on repeat. I think we'll. I'm sure that that would. Everybody would stick around then. <laughs> Nobody would leave. Somebody's sticking around for that. So, uh, as always, let's go ahead and start with our brew review this week, brought to you by Sean. Sean, what did you bring us? Uh, so, I was panicking slash almost late. I just grabbed something out of a fridge at the liquor store near here. And in that fridge, they seem to only have stouts and sours. But this is apparently not all entirely a sour. It's a... Uh, I looked up the pronunciation because it's German, but it's called a, a Goza. Um, but it's a type of beer, apparently, that they brew in Germany where it's a, it's a warm fermented beer that originated in Gosler, Germany. Um, and it's brewed with usually at least 50% of the grain being malted wheat. But this one is, a, I guess, a Goza-style sour ale um, called Goza Fish. And it's a hibiscus cranberry, cranberry goza from Ghostfish Brewing Company. What was that word? Goza. No. The, the other one. Cranberry. Cranberry? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just said hibiscus. Hibiscus. Yeah. Cranberry okay. goza. Just, just making sure I heard that right. Okay. All right. Well, bottoms up. Mm-hmm. So this is your beer. So, and it's right at five percent. Just to throw that out there, exactly. We do, we do rate yours a little bit higher. What brewing company was this? Did you say Ghostfish out of Brewing Company, uh, Washington, Seattle. Washington, Old Seattle, um, the rainy city? There's a little tartness, not overly sour, but I don't think it's supposed to be. It's uh, Goza, 
Um, I didn't know what a gozo was until today, so I'm not it, even like I mean, it, it tastes <laughs> so, it tastes pretty much like a lager that's a little bit tart. Like I think it's kind of got a lager flavor. It's but it's a it. subtle, refreshing saltiness with mm. a little bit of a tart cranberry tang. I got no salt there. I got no salt. I got no cranberry. I just got tartness with real hints of goza. With goza. I'm thinking I'm going to give this. <laughs> I'm just getting right to it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I got to give the, the. That was a good one. Is it this button? Thank you. Uh, right. In in Schaefer, it goes uh, in the trash. It goes uh, in the trash. That was a good one. Um, All right, someone ban that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good. It's definitely drinkable. It's not. I could probably drink a couple of them. So drinkability is good. Um, six three. Did you rate yours? Did I rate it yet? Yeah. No, I was going to yeah. go six five. All right. Uh man. I need to I need to have my number in before you hear you guys. ours. Yeah, I, I kinda screw myself there. Uh I'm also gonna go uh a six five. That so. uh gives us a last call podcast score of six point four, uh untapped score seven point four zero, three point seven. I feel like that's lower than some of the other untapped scores that we've seen. Yeah. recently like it, it's not that much lower but like we've been getting like seven sixes seven eights and stuff like that uh our last seven eight four seven six two seven five six seven five six seven four zero so you are correct it so, is lower than the past five weeks which is funny because i thought this one was still better than a couple of the other ones yeah i mean it did rate but, the best out of the last five from our score not from an untapped score well once again, the harshest critics in the room. Apparently, yeah. I have one beer that was recommended to me, which I gotta go try to find. But it's by a brewery that I've been burnt by in the past. So, oh, who's who's the brewery? But I'm not gonna say. But we'll see. But I really got burnt by those guys. By the way, I don't. Yingling. Um, I'm not gonna tell you. So I did actually when I went on my trip to Canada, which I did not bring up when I was up there. Um. Do you remember what was the moose head? Was it moosehead lager? Moosehead moose lager, right there. Yep. It five point nine, dude. It <laughs> just to remind you, it was better. I had a few of them, like like at like a bar or something. No, just like can, no canned moosehead lager mm, that was brought bought in Canada and brought by a Canadian to our campsite. Didn't you bring them in the? They're in a bottle. What the moose head? Yeah, or was it in a can? No, I no, brought that, those. He brought it. I and brought it was them. in a can, and yeah, there's, that's there's a, probably still one down there. Yeah, I brought them, and they were. I might crack one open. I don't know. Just no. to try. There's it because a grave, was, the, the funny thing is, there's like a graveyard of typically those cans can. are either in six packs or four packs, and so there's either three cans left in there or one can, depending <laughs> depending on the pack that you bought. I've been given some of them at work to people that I, enjoy the. They listen to the podcast, but they also like the beer. Well, it's yes. the The fridge is the graveyard of my failures because yeah, yeah, all of no the, one touches those. All of the good beers tend to get drank, and then mine are just the remnants of whatever. So disgusting. It's a symbol of your your determination to find a good beer. One of these it's days, constant, you will get one. constant reminder. To I'm make almost thinking. So swinging in a positive direction. You're Here's, a man that's down at the table. That the next bet's gonna hit. Man, <laughs> I'm almost. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Hit a little too close to home there, bud. Yeah. All no, right. I haven't. I haven't been to the casino in a while. I've taken a taken a little break. So, uh, but yeah, the the casino of the liquor store. Too much heads and tails. I'm really yes. Too much heads and tails. <laughs> Weirdly enough, never won. Fifty fifty shot. shot. Somehow it lands on the edge <laughs> of the coin. <laughs> Just couldn't win. Um, but no, solid beer. Thank you, Sean, for providing that. Better than the beers I've brought. Hey, that's um, the usual. Yeah. So typically we do drink a, a specific type of beer. Uh, it's been Budweiser for however long we've been doing this podcast. But I did add a bit of an impulse buy today. Um, oh. When I was going through the store, I was actually going to get groceries for like lunch and dinner and stuff. And um, I saw this uh, Simply Spiked. So, like, you know, the Simply Lemonade or yep. Simply Orange Juice oh, stuff? Yeah. Yep. So, I lo- really like their Lemonade. I think their Lemonade is very good. It's nice and tart and sweet, as Lemonade should be. And so, I wanted to try these Simply Spikes. So, I impulse buy these because I was like, oh, interesting. And I just picked them up and bought them. And they are 5%. 5% alcohol by volume. So, they meet the rules. Now, that led me to this question. Do you guys have any, like, crazy impulse buys that you've ever had where... You weren't intending to do X, Y, or Z or buy X, Y, or Z, but you just saw it and you're like, fuck it, I'm going to buy it. I, I, I've had, I've already talked about my just technology purposes in general, like purchases in general. Like that, it happens all the time. But, but no, I'm not talking because we did talk about a little like the um, things I bought during COVID, right? That was Warner's question. I'm talking about specifically you saw it that day and you immediately bought it that day. Not something that you thought, oh, I'm going to use this, but something you saw it that day and then that day you also bought it. Mm. Uh, so I don't know that I'm going to be a good example of this because our friend Cameron. Impulse buy this beer today. I said, oh, get here. That 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 is true. You did do that literally today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am how our, our friend Cameron would describe me as a serial overanalyzer and I will sit on something and do all my research for months and months on end before I even do anything. So I'm probably a horrible example of this. I mean, I, I will do that with something that I know I want to purchase and I want to have like the best like experience with. So like if I buy like a TV or something like that. There's a website I use that like goes in and like over analyzes the TVs to a degree where it's like no one really gives a shit, but like I like that because it puts it on a, a scale that I can read through there. Uh, really, the only thing I impulse buy um, is just like tech items that I think are pretty cool or like books. Like I'll, I'll go into a bookstore and I'll just like if I look at something I'm like yeah I, I got that I'm getting it and I'm, I just buy it immediately. Like I don't even read it. Like the cover, I got it. I'm trying to the the one that came to my mind is um, I was at home for a, a multiple week stretch like I was visiting my parents over a couple of weeks and the TV that I had is one of those huge in my room where I, I brought my Xbox home for this two week stint and I wanted to play Xbox and I was playing Xbox on this uh, big square uh, TV where it was the old school um, four by three yes format four by three format where the back of the big screen TV jets out like 15 feet. You know what I mean? Like the real boxy yeah, ones yeah, with like deep. the lamp on it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, this thing sucks. So I impulse bought a monitor. I, I went to Best Buy to like pick up a flash drive or something and walked out with like an expensive gaming monitor. <laughs> so that's something that I just said, eh, why not? And I just impulse bought. I did get guilted and not guilted in something, but pressured into buying something. 
what? <clears throat> so I my my what did you get pressure into buying? The my BMW that I bought. Did you, you really? got you got, got you got pressured into buying it? Not not by the dealer. You not the Zoom the Zoom guy got pressured into buying a Zoom Zoom car. Okay, so I, I knew I, I wanted something, right? And I told myself when I graduated college that's you know, if I graduated college engineering school, that's how I would reward myself is get a car that I always wanted, right? And so by happenstance I joined a company and one of the guys that was there also was a car guy and I befriended him. And he had a Mustang, and he knew I liked cars. And then every single day when I came into work, he goes, "Did you buy a car yet? Did you buy a car yet? Did you buy a car yet?" And then he kept asking me. And then honestly, I got so annoyed by it that eventually it just like pushed me to go buy a car just to <laughs> to get him to shut up. You know, I you got should have bought something like, "Yeah, dude, you want to come see it?" The fucking Chevy SSR. You like it? It's pretty good, right? You know, it looks good. It's he's a like, Prius. He's like, what the fuck is that? You, you said I had to buy a car, so I got one. You know, I had a truck, but now I have a car. Yeah. Friend of the show, Cameron. Um, I don't know why, but for a while there, he heard the episode where we were talking about my old mattress. That was kind of like a taco and how bad it was. And then for the next, you know, I don't know, couple months that I saw him, he did the same thing. You buy a new mattress yet? I was like, yeah. "Why are you so interested in my mattress?" <laughs> like it was oh, borderline weird to me that he was just so interested in my mattress. He's like, "You buy a new mattress," and he was like angry at me about this. And I was like, "I'm the one sleeping on it, dude. Like I don't understand." I your- told you, he's the one. He he calls me out on it all the time. He says, "You ain't overanalyze everything. You spend so much time researching this and that." Whatever. He is very much like he goes and buys it, whatever. He'd be perfect for this. In fact, I'm gonna text him right now. I will need to. I do need to give him props, though. Um, he helped me buy my new car after my Jeep exploded on me, and he did more. Exploded. It. It. The engine exploded. It was in pieces. When I took it to the shop, they opened it up and said, "Yeah, like pieces of your engine fell on the shop floor. Like it. It blew up on me." Anyways, I don't want to go there. That's a little touchy subject for me. Exploded. Uh, <laughs> I've seen a Michael Bay film. I know what an explosion is. That wasn't an explosion. All right. Hey, man. It was bad enough where the homeless man on the side of the street knew something was wrong with my car. Okay? He was like, hey, man, you should get that <laughs> looked at. It's just a really quick quick oil change feature. Yeah, thank you, you homeless man. That. I appreciate that. So, um, But no, he was just uh, adamantly interested in that. But I will give him props when I got my new car. Um, he did more research on my car than I did. Like he sent me a the homeless like, man. No, <laughs> Cameron. Cameron sent me like a just list of cars and prices and features of like all of these different cars and where we could go find them and all this kind of stuff. Like, dude, I he could probably run a service of just finding people cars because man, it was the most in depth research I have seen on anything in a long time. So I'll, I will give him props for that. It was still weird that he was so interested in my mattress, though. So uh, I do want to shout out a couple of impulse buys. Uh, Superman did say that he drunk buys things on uh, what was it called? Uh, pristine auctions. Pristine like min- auction. memorabilia. Hey, place. no free shout outs. Okay, they they got to throw us something before we say it. Just an auction website, you know, somewhere. Oh, oh, pristine auction, yeah, you mean? Send us some doubloons and we'll yeah, shout you yeah. out. Send um, us doubloons. 
the other thing was a have you guys seen those he superman also says a flipper zero have you seen those yes i'm very aware of what those are everyone saw them on tiktok and they wouldn't buy them but are they okay so i mean they're they're a fun little hacky tool that people can use amazon uh banned them from being purchased on their website because they can be used to like uh take rfid tags off of or like scan rfid stuff off of credit cards it's is it a cool tool if you are technically inclined to know how to use it absolutely if not no it's a waste of your fucking time don't don't hop on the trend okay well i just saw that and i was i i had also seen those on tiktok so i was kind of curious what uh what that was all about but okay and do you guys ever get lured i think i got lured one time oh here's an impulse buy it was a drunk one Uh, i completely forgot about this one um i drunkenly signed up um not even signed up i drunkenly tried to buy something off of instagram and it was a foldable treadmill i told you guys about my treadmill that goes under my desk okay so i was this is around the time that i was looking for that and I saw something on Instagram where it was like one that collapsed in half and you could like shove it under your bed or whatever. So I was like, oh, that's a great idea. And I was drunk and I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw that. I was like, buy. And it was like 300 bucks. I was like, buy it. But you already had a treadmill. No, I didn't. I was looking for this is around the time that I was looking for that treadmill. And I went on Instagram and I bought it immediately found out that it was a scam. <laughs> And so I had to like call my credit card company and say, hey, cancel. This is a scam. They're not responding, whatever. I ended up getting my money back. But that was an impulse buy that almost cost me a lot of money. uh, And I almost got scammed. Did you ever call any of those like uh, the infomercials? Did you ever buy anything on those? Never bought an infomercial. Free, just pay shipping and handling. I do love that Bed Bath & Beyond has the as seen on TV section of their store. Where it literally is all of those like infomercial things. All the junk you're going to throw away in six months. I always wanted them. Like some of the nostalgic ones as kids that we saw. Like, do you remember the rainbow paints? I, I don't know why. I just wanted to be a painter after seeing like the one where you could dip the one brush and you could paint like rainbows and stuff with one stroke. I thought it was like a marker or something. They, I mean, they had those too. Um, there was like, yeah, there was some like chalk or whatever. When you drew with it, it like changed colors as you were drawing on it and stuff. Like some of those infomercials man they really knew how to get kids with those infomercials because i i wanted those what, so bad. impressionable young minds that just want to see cool shit yeah it's crazy how you could exploit that to you know monetary gain i see floam on the list floam was one it was like um it's like the, like it's the, a, it's the beads. It was the beads that all stuck yeah. together. Yeah. yeah, like floam was it just one. seemed like a fucking nightmare sock and boppers is infamous that's okay <laughs> that, don't dude, talk shit about sock and bob that's 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 fine again right there you get to beat the shit out of each other that's okay all the rest of them eh. also had a great jingle that uh, again i still think we need to go Let's back go to ahead and sock and go boppers ahead and sock and boppers more fun than, than a, a pillow, pillow fight. fight yeah everyone knows it <laughs> all right now that we have an opening song there uh, <laughs> there we go we'll clip we can, that I, I still think we need to bring back the uh, the infomercial, or not the infomercial, but the uh, jingles for the infomercials. I do love the people in the infomercials where, like, like the one for the Snuggie, I believe, was somebody, like, trying to do all these things, and then, like, they got a bowl of popcorn, and then they just fall off the couch. The popcorn goes everywhere. The remote, the TV breaks. And- it's, it's an aggressive, <laughs> like, no matter what you were doing, somehow you had to just really, like, I just can't function without this very 
like what was it the copper pan that was one oh like, yeah and like the lady's trying to like scrape an egg and she's like mm, mm, and like you're just destroying the egg she's like oh. well how it, could i do this copper I, pan though i also love He's, the i also love the the copper pan one where they try to they run it over with a truck to show how strong it like when is this ever going to become a know. scenario where when, when, when i might first, drive a truck through your house i'm frying a pan in the driveway yeah. because oh. it's a hot summer day yeah hey you live you live in <laughs> vegas or like arizona Yes. You get, why need a stove when your driveway does just as good? I was thinking the same thing. Uh, Djibouti dubs. Yeah, yeah, I was going to bring that. He really up. brought in that in the light, like a lot of it. But but he didn't. Did he do? He mainly did like foreign infomercials. No, he, no, he did, did a he, lot of American. He, stuff. Did he do he, American he did, like, ones? Oxy Clean. Any Billy Mays shit he hit. Oh, yeah. did he? He did ShamWow. ShamWow Slap Chop. Um, shake Weight. <laughs> Copper Pan was one of them because it was like that old lady and like he had the just fucking hilarious voice for that old lady and he would do it again. Uh, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it's very close. I do. One of my favorites that I still laugh at is like it was a toothpaste dispenser because squeezing toothpaste on your toothbrush is too hard. It is really hard. And so there are these, there are these children trying to squeeze toothpaste and they literally give the toothpaste CPR and it just flies across the room and splats all over the wall. Oh. So their toothbrush is, you know, is here. The toothpaste is here and they just CPR the shit out of it and it just flies across the room. And it's like, all right, these kids are going nowhere. It's going to be a fun job doing that though. Being it's, a part of those infomercials like where you're just like, all right, be an idiot and just do whatever you want. I, I, do, do the home shopping network and like... um What's what's the one that the girl from Shark Tank is on? Um, HGTV? No, not HG, <laughs> not HGTV. Um, um, you mean like, is it QVC? Yes, QVC. QVC. Yeah. Are do <laughs> like she's building houses? You should buy this house. <laughs> Oops. Do you guys? My bad. Are those things still around? Do people still buy things off of those? I would I would say that if they are still around, the only people that buy them are old as shit people. That like that's because they oh I I love watching QVC and they, you never know when I need to get a diamond necklace at a bargain deal yeah this twenty four karat diamond necklace whatever only fifteen so payments of nine ninety five it's, it's like, like oh what? you never would have guessed that shit so I just impulse bought this bike off of QVC just now what Did is you? it ex- ex- how much you get it for explain your product uh it's 21% off it was 255 it's 199 now i know a good deal when i see oh, one fit and nation shipping and handling for free fit um, nation flex express elite recumbent bike with 16 god that name is fucking too long do they demonstrate the bike that's the thing i want to see it. like i love was a solid video that's what sold me the 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 people on H um the home shopping network HSN and then um QVC I love when they have to like demo the products and they have no idea what they're talking about and they're just trying to find something to say about this product that they have to push is oh wow it, it really sparkles and look at it cook that egg <laughs> you know just like <laughs> it can it, cut vegetables I'll tell you that you man you just can't you can't find anything like I. It, I have never I those were the channels when I was a kid when I was flipping through for like cartoons or whatever that I would stumble upon right no, that's the shit you would wake up to at fucking 2am dry your mouth's dry you're like oh, you gotta buy this shit I'm like what the fuck's going on right now <laughs> I gotta buy it right now I only have three minutes ah. I, I don't yeah I'd, if those things are still around because again 
like uh what's her name is it Lori that that pushes uh qvc the qvc queen or whatever <laughs> is that a good deal for anybody on shark tank like is that actually a good deal it's like yeah you're on qvc but like who buys things from there <laughs> I, I don't know hey if it works it works i mean she she obviously has some foundational wealth from that so yeah she has some i okay fine yeah i i guess so it's who i mean are, she she's up there for a reason and i'm i'm who pitching are three to guys her, on but, a podcast to eight viewers to talk about Lori from shark tank i think we're extremely qualified for that how's your how's your simply limited so it looks like peach. Though. Let's give let's get an actual rating here. Simply lemonade. What, which one do you have? Because it looks like you have multiple versions over here. I well, it's simply spiked signature peach. Peach, and then it's kiwi peach. Oh. I I feel I think all of these actually have peach in them. Oh boy, he's it's a signature peach, peach, kiwi peach, strawberry peach, lemonade peach, mango peach. Oh, so and then peach peach thoughts so far uh peach peaches yeah okay Ugh. we're not sold I'm, not how about a delicious budweiser yeah uh well no i gotta try all four flavors for Made my last from the one. choices hops rice and best barley Oh what yours? Oh no, no Budweiser! No, no, the fucking simply Dude, peach is made from uh, the choices hops. My bad, I this, lost. I wish it was a sponsor beer. Yeah, well, beer. May, maybe one, one day. Gotcha. Talk about a fumble, Jesus Christ! <laughs> okay, we're well, never gonna get an end. We're not not with this kind of level of just flopping out to whatever impulse alcohol buy he makes. Whatever, I will drink this. And uh, oh, these are 170 calories. Damn. That's more than a Budweiser. I think it is, actually. 145. 19 grams of sugar. So, so Sean, I heard you're on a little crusade now, huh? What's going Dude, on? I am, you see, this is going to hurt you a little bit. No, I feel, it's not. I feel, like, I feel like you're going to be... Uh, the, I don't know. I, I don't think you're on this team. I hope you're not. Maybe you're on my side. We'll find out. But, like, it's just one of those things I've been, I've been seeing too much of, and I just don't understand. And so, it, the, the topic is a dipping sauce. And... It's not that I don't like dipping sauces. It's what what I would say is an acceptable quantity when you're eating something to have a dipping sauce. So I've seen a ton of videos of people that are at some sort of like like raising canes or something like that, and they have a full on cup like a drink receptacle, you know, medium drink full of the cane sauce, and then they're dipping their full ass chicken tender into it. And then eating it. That's not acceptable. Like, that's not okay. What do you deem acceptable? What do you use? So, like, I'm saying, like, that's no longer a dip. Like, that's on, like, full-on submersion. Like, a dip is, like, you just, like, if I, you know, am eating, you know, if I have fries with ketchup, I just dip one end of the fry in the ketchup and I eat it. I'm not scooping. I'm not are trying. You, are you getting, are you dipping it and eating that one portion that was covered in ketchup? Or are you eating the portion that was covered along with the rest of it? The, along You're with the rest of it. You're not adding any more. I'm not okay. double dipping. You're dip- not double dipping. I'm never double dipping. You get yeah. one dip and you eat. And then the only way that you get more than one dip is if you have like a breadstick and say like I have one end, I dip it in cheese, I eat half the breadstick, I will turn it around I will dip the other end in the cheese, and then the breadstick's gone. I'm not scooping. I'm not sitting here, you know, going all the way around to the point where, like, it's just covered. The entire breadstick is now covered in cheese. What's the fucking point of that? 
So you're saying that people use the food item just as a transportation for, mechanism for the sauce yeah, rather like, than using it as an accessory to yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, right. it, like ranch is another big one. I, a co-worker today, we're at, we went, got lunch, and he wanted a side of ranch for his pizza, which I think is a weird thing altogether. Who the fuck's dipping their pizza in ranch? But I know a few. He proceeded to then take the ranch thing and then spread it all <laughs> over the pizza to where the top you couldn't even tell what the top of the pizza was. It was just ranch. It was a big ass ranch Dorito. I was like, what the f-? like? That's not like that's not the point of that. Like why? Like if you just want to eat ranch, just fucking get a thing of ranch. Like why do you need the pizza for it? <clears throat> or like ketchup. He, Why do you need he, seventeen fucking things of ketchup? He's to been eat over some fries? here clearing his throat yeah. for about two or three minutes because he's ready to go. Let's um, let's let's give it a thirty second. We'll give you thirty seconds uninterrupted. I think that the sauce should complement the the food one way or another, right? So ketchup and French fries, fine. Ranch and pizza, I don't really get. You know, but some people like it. But regardless, the the sauce needs to complement the food. The amount of sauce needs to complement the food. If a French fry is bland, plain, boring, doesn't taste anything like special, yeah, I'm gonna douse it with ketchup to you know kind of give it a little bit more flavor, or just don't fucking eat it. I'm gonna get it a little bit. No, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying they're just kind of like meh. You know, like they're just kind of eat it. There's no yeah like there, if you don't like if you don't like it don't fucking eat it. I, I have think, had some soggy fries before where even putting ketchup on it would not save it. I I'm, I agree. Yeah, but like you don't have to do that. I'm just saying like it, it's not to make the fries more bearable. I'm just saying it's tastes better, right? I the ketchup complements the bland fry, and I'm like okay, I enjoy this better. There's actually only one French fry that I don't put ketchup on like ever, and you're not gonna believe me. Because you guys I know I, I use a lot of ketchup. I don't. I don't Let me take it. a guess. Okay. Let me take a guess. Okay. Uh, uh, what's the Louisiana chicken no. place? No. Popeyes. Uh, Popeyes. That is true. I don't use ketchup on that. I will use sauce though. Uh, what sauce are you using on fries? Sweet heat. That sweet heat sauce is good. It's so good. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Sure it's so good. What's the actual one? How, yeah. What's what's I don't. I don't. Brownies. No. I don't use ketchup with McDonald's fries. I don't know why. I just I've never loaded up with salt. I've exactly <laughs> like their oil, the salt, whatever balance is good enough where I will eat McDonald's fries they're, without ketchup. I don't need the yes fries. I don't need ketchup with those. Wendy's ketchup. Five Guys ketchup. And and I would uh, argue that Five Guys have they're a different style of fry, but they're still like good fries. Five Guys sucks. Hot take. Hot take. Hold on, hold on. Oh, okay, okay, Not a fan. okay, okay. We're gonna go here. All right. What, what about Five Guys? Sucks, what? Uh, but yes, that was gonna be my question. What about Five Guys sucks? The price of okay, it. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. We're not going price. We're going quality of food. I don't care that it's expensive. I know it's expensive. It's stupid expensive. I'm still saying it tastes good. But you're saying it doesn't taste as good as the price. I don't think it's worth it. Okay. I don't think it's worth but it. But you are conflicting arguments here, okay? <laughs> so, there's the argument, there is the argument of it's not worth the price. There's the argument of it sucks. Those are two completely different arguments here. Okay. So it's not I worth the price. So it's not worth it's the price. It's not worth the price. Okay, fair. I will accept that argument. Okay. I do also think I also say the same thing about B-dubs. B-dubs sauces are good. 
not worth the price. Oh fuck no. Definitely yeah, beat ups is not worth the price. But I'll, I'm not I'll take it out of here. But I am not gonna say <laughs> I am not gonna say that it not sucks. Good. I don't think the fry I think the fries are not good. I think they load you up with fries. They, you buy a small cup, right? And then you get a, a bunch of extra. What what is this generosity God that you're giving? Forbid they give you more than what but you because need. Because it's but everybody a, else a that's small the American fr- dream. Fries are already overpriced, in my opinion. The cost of a like a pound of potatoes, like what you can get out of that, is already so. Don't make me feel like I'm getting extra because that's why they're getting, I, they're, they're, they're sharing the wealth oh, of those whatever. Idaho potatoes. But I don't think they're, the fries are that great. Well, I don't want that. Have you had their Cajun extra. fries? The what? The Cajun fries? Yeah, that's what I always. I like that's those. the only ones that I order. I don't really care I for the Cajun. Like like the Cajun seasoning, yeah, it's that's, fine. That's a weird take. On no, it, it's okay. But anyway, to I, get back to my original point, <laughs> because oh. it, I don't give about fry quantity. It's no, just, okay, it's okay. The sauce quantity. Like so, like when you go and you get wings from some place, and I know sometimes you guys are the the chicken nugget variety with some sauce on them, whatever. Mm. And you're dipping them in some ranch or blue cheese. I never understood that. So if if I get a hot wing. I would say I want a hot where it's wing. spun in the sauce. Uh, yeah, right? they throw it in the sauce, which is it is a saucy thing there. But that's what you're ordering it as. Yep. I'm not gonna get a, then a side of another sauce to then dip and cover my original sauce flavor but in. It's, but okay. it's the flavor combination. It's not. The, the it's two. not a combination. If you get a hot wing and you dip it in ranch or blue cheese, that's to negate the heat. So then, why the fuck did you want a hot wing? No, I like the fl- I like the combination of spicy garlic and ranch. It is a wonderful combination. All right, I'm gonna checkmate you with this one right here. Oh, checkmate! Chips and salsa. You are not getting chips and salsa just for the goddamn chip. You are getting chips and salsa because you want the salsa to pair with the chip. Nice. Same thing with queso and guacamole. That chip is strictly a vessel yeah. for the sauce. That's because the chip is bland as shit. Oh, in there, we're back to my French fry point. No, you have... A, no. And we've come full circle! No, because you, you think some French fries are bland. You did the, the Drake and Josh thing. No. We have come full circle, no. No. and you have circle. proven... No. Nope, my I'm, point. I'm ipso proven, facto, Josh nope, I've not proved anything there, because you, you only think one type of fry is bland. No, I... No, I didn't say one type of fry. I say that is a determining factor of how much sauce I use. You, I've, I've the blandness watched, of the food is a determining factor of how much sauce so I use. You think every fucking fry besides now Popeyes and McDonald's is bland as shit. I've watched you eat at multiple restaurants and you fucking live in the ketchup. You dream in the ketchup. <laughs> yes. Like literally I everything. I have seen you like scoop. Yeah. Like, that's not that's not like and I, i've been to restaurants i'm like yeah this is a this is a very good fry it you, has salt you can put a little bit of pepper on it and it's fine you don't even need the ketchup and you're like Squick. do you have more ketchup please sir and i'm like bro we went through two bottles already Where, how do you need more have you guys seen the videos this was in the past couple of weeks of the two guys at a major league baseball game i think they were at the same game one had a jar of mustard and one had a jar of mayonnaise and they were spooning it out and just eating it See, that's a yeah. whole other issue there. They're trying to get some internet points. That, right? That now, now, if they would have had like hot dogs and were just like scooping mustard out with in the, like with a hot dog. It's about the guy that like hauled out his hot dog to drink his beer out of? What about that one? Oh, that one is just But to go back to the, <laughs> the chips and salsa thing, that's a mathematical thing. So when I eat it, riddle me this math. So if I'm gonna sit here with a bag of chips and I have X amount of salsa, I need to make sure that every chip gets some salsa. So I will Go a little light every time with the first couple of chips until I'm like, okay, 
this is going to eke out. And when I get to the end, I'm getting a little more heavy on the scoops because I want enough salsa for all the chips. It's a, it's a ratio thing. I'm not going all in. Salsa's finite. I go to any restaurant, ketchup's everywhere. I have enough ketchup for a lifetime. <laughs> salsa, not so much. Or if you go to if you if you're at a restaurant with some friends, <clears throat> a Mexican restaurant, and you have salsa for the table, I'm not gonna be aggressively scooping a ton of salsa. But, I'm trying to be respectful. Sean, why, I just want a little bit here, a little bit there, enough to you know. Why just, Why do you hate people that like sauces? I just don't. I just don't just, understand. If you want to be a degenerate, and eat a gallon of ranch. Just fucking do it. Just don't do it like at a restaurant. But, but I. But my argument was, I take the wings that are already covered in sauce, right? And then I dip it in ranch because I like the flavor combination. But you, that's what I said. You, and you said no. That's not okay. You dip versus scoop. So if I if I give you one thing of ranch, you'll be like, I have ten wings. This ranch no, you now, said now needs I was to go doing, You said I was doing that because I was trying to negate the heat. I said I'd do it because I like the flavor combination. Well, you also only get spicy garlic, so it's not that hot. Well, that's I fine. can get hotter ones, but I still like the combination of. But, so, but, but, Will, but that's if, a if, ratio. That is, that is a mathematical equation. I like the one to one ratio between sauce and. and or, no. So if, if they give you one small dollop of ranch, are you going to make that last all of your wings? Or are you going in with one wing and you're like, I'm coating this bitch? I'm fucking asking for more ranch. <laughs> that's the problem. That's the problem. That's the fucking problem there. Is that you now have to keep going back to get this filler. Like, no, I will make one singular side item last my entire meal because yeah, it's I an do. accoutrement not the fucking main thing it complements the food that's what an accoutrement is and the way okay well I don't speak <laughs> French Sean so uh, I will say the last time I went to B-dubs was with our friend uh, in the chat uh, in Schaefer 829 and he's been on the show yeah he's been on the show whatever and uh, you know when you order at B-dubs if you order like a side of mac and cheese and it comes like in that bowl about yeah, they really small. Yeah, they brought out ranch in that, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I I like ranch, but not this much." I was like, "This is a." But there's a, people a, a, that are like, "That's that's not enough. I need more." Uh, I'm like, see, "That's a problem." I, that's I, a I agree with problem. you there. I agree with you there. I do think part of my uh, condiment intake is in part because if I pour like if I get like a bowl or something on the side, like I don't like to leave any to waste. So if if they brought me out a mac and cheese bowl worth of ranch. I damn near feel obligated to use the whole thing. I don't know why. That's just a, a flaw in my character that I feel obligated to you use should. all of the ranch. Like it, it, I don't know. It, it's just a weird thing because I'll, I'll watch people just scoop out all of their shit. I'm like, well, now you have nothing left for other other parts of your meal. If you wanted to like put a little bit of taste here and there. All right. We'll agree to disagree. However, that's fine. I'm <laughs> You're wrong. It's okay. It's Aliens. But do you oh, think they scoop or God. they dip? Here we go. <laughs> Aliens. I need something stronger than me. So, no, we might need some, like, weed for this one or something. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm good. So, did you guys see the video or the report that a UFO crashed in, I believe it was Nevada, and a family saw the crash, went out to investigate, and saw an 8 to 10 foot alien hiding behind their forklift? Just hot. Hey, Did is you he, say there was is, a picture? Is he a forklift certified? There's, no, there's video. Oh. There's video. You see no alien. Because, because, because the guy in the back of the group is the one filming. Everybody else walks through the fence except for this guy. And then he kind of walks to the fence. And then it's like, oh, and everybody gets scared and runs back. 
So no, I have not seen any definitive evidence of this alien. But yes, there was a UFO crash. The police actually came to investigate because they like heard the crash and whatever. So they came and they talked to him or whatever. And there was a big story. But they were describing the alien, saying that it, you know, hid behind the forklift, all this kind of stuff. Eight to ten feet tall, all that good stuff. Here's my question. Let's say that this happened. First of all, how do you not get footage of it? I understand you might be scared, but how do you not get footage of it? Second of all, nobody else sees an eight to ten foot alien running down the street after it's done hiding behind the forklift. Like, where did it go? Its spaceship crashed. An eight well, to ten foot tall monster just running okay, around the, and nobody sees this thing. We're talking rural Nevada. If they have forklifts, like no one in in you know Nevada has a forklift unless they have some kind of farming operation or some kind of manufacturing operation. So like it's going to be out in the middle of nowhere, as most of these sightings are seen. It's not downtown Las Vegas. I I don't know. Are you looking up the story? Can you tell me where these he's, guys were? He's because looking up the I, UFO sighting map. I'm, I found a heat map of UFO sightings, and I would like to know why they like New Mexico so much. It's warm. I don't know. They're cold. Blo- <laughs> they're cold blooded lizards. It feel I don't like know. Home? They're cold blooded lizards. I don't know. They need the warmth. <laughs> the li- oh, the lizard bin. All I'm saying is, it's so more and more of these like types of videos are popping up. So right? the only ones that I will maybe give some credit to was i believe it was probably a year to maybe two years ago where it was literally a documented footage from either it was a a u.s air force or u.s naval navy um actual jet that was flying and there was something that crossed his flight path that they could not track like it was like holy shit this is fucking fast as shit like we like with all of the Equipment we have, you know, everyone knows that like the jets are very sophisticated, have a lot of good stuff like that. Like they could not track and like, yeah, I don't know what that is. And that would not have been like, a, oh yeah, this is another fifth, sixth gen, seventh gen fighter from some you know other country that has such a big advancement in flight technology. Those ones is like okay, that one may be a little bit of credit too. Other than that, if you give me some shitty, grainy video from 2023 with someone with a cell phone behind his family and a forklift, I'm yeah. not going to believe it because that's like with the also the video editing capabilities, anyone can put an eight to 10 foot alien being in shadowed. Like, I don't really care. Just think like it, the amount of like green, st- green screen effects and like what they used to be. And like the technology and everything that it took to do that stuff. And you can do it now. Like, it's good enough. Like, actual video editing that we could do not on our cell phone like is probably super good to where you can make something extremely convincing but but this is where i'm going is that do you believe it or not i guess that question he believes it for sure look when do you think they like ranch (laughs) do do they want to that's their fuel do they want to scoop that's their fuel source right there that's (laughs) that's how their airport or that's how their ships are that's why they keep showing up uh-huh. They're uh, like, hey, can I get like, an extra? The most here, here's <laughs> the most fifty sensor. Oh fuck! The, Finds the, another planet. The most interesting thing I find about this is that the government has literally come out and said, "Yes, there are things not of this world. Of we don't know of this technology from any of our adversaries, any of the world what are deemed superpowers. We have no idea where this technology has come from, but yes, it exists." and we have no idea what it is. How many years have people been clamoring for the government to admit that there are UFOs, that there are these things, and then the government does it, and everybody's just like, eh, 
Because it's one of those things where it's, it's a perpetual thing. You're like, oh, you know, when you know something is, there is a very high probability of truth. We all know that the, most people know that the universe is very vast. There's billions of planets. Every, there's probably trillions of planets at this point. I'm, I'm not even selling it correctly. We're not the only intelligent life that could have spontaneously happened. So if they're, you know, and especially since the, the beginning of the universe till now, someone also could have advanced far enough where they could do interspace travel at light speed, et cetera, et cetera. Like we don't need to go all the way down that fucking black hole itself, for lack of a better pun. That yes, people that are outside of Earth could have visited and, you know, maybe viewed it, whatever. Like I'm, I, I know but, it's but not I don't impossible. even know that they've acknowledged that there's yes. technology. You didn't even let me finish okay. the, the, the technology part of it, right? They've acknowledged that there are things that they don't know what they are. And I think that's a factual statement. It's like, hey, here's a video of this thing. It's flying. We can't tell you what it is. Either we don't have any documented evidence that there was something flying in the area. It could have been one of our, our planes. It could have been something else. We don't know what it is. So you are acknowledging that there is a UFO because it's an unidentified flying object, right? There is something floating. It could be a. It, it could be a plane. It could be a weather balloon. It could be this, that, whatever. That's what I feel like they have acknowledged. I don't know that they have acknowledged that there's technology because we don't. They haven't showed us any proof of that. They have not showed us actual evidence of the technology, right? However, there have been multiple government people associated with these types of programs, recovery programs. Yes, yeah, I get that. The, like, but it's, but it's, so, so what? Now their word's not good enough, right? I mean, because like, they, like, they could have just been fucking crazy. But you could say something can. very, very vague and be like, yeah, there's stuff that we don't know how what, what it is, right? Like, no, there are... Unfortunately, I don't have the article pulled up, and, and I've... Oh. All right, well... No. All I'm saying is... Talk like, amongst yourselves while no, I pull up this article. No, no. Like, the biggest thing is... Like, I think, what website are you going to pull that I, off I of, think, by the way? I think recently there was, like, a... UFO high, sightings, one, two, three, dot com. video of, like, some... Some aircraft or spacecraft that was moving in ways that a mm. conventional human aviation vehicle could yeah. not do. At the speeds that it was doing. But it was doing. Changing directions and accelerations but, that we can't... Also, with the way that technology has progressed on just special effects, I just tend to not fucking care because this is probably just somebody's grab at a viral video and they want to make money off of it. It is what it is. I, I really don't care too much. Like until I see <laughs> actual proof that like yeah. I can like maybe, you know, hey, put that fucking alien spaceship in a goddamn museum near me. Sure, I'll go look at it. I'll fuck around with the controls, see what's going on. But until that point, it's all just like, oh yeah, I made a really funny thing. You know, I'm pro you know, people have done a lot of weird stuff for prop, you know, propagating events or movies. Like at this point, like I could see a, a really good sci-fi movie and saying like, oh, we have these five videos that came out. We should watch this new video that you know, the movie that's coming out that's about it. And then people are like, oh, I kind of I want to. Like maybe this video movie will say something. Is uh, New York Magazine a reputable source? No, it's not. No, no. It's it, they're just like uh, Jeffers telling us. It's like those things, like the magazines that are at the end of the aisles in the grocery store. It's like you could put whatever you want on a magazine. Yeah, like the people that are you know the, 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 the yeah. uh, tabloids, tabloids, tabloids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
You, we all know what they look like. Well, we, maybe not everybody now, but like when we were kids, I everyone, can't be, believe Bill Gates. This shocking, this shocking, shocking weight yeah. loss that Bill Gates is going through right now. Wait till you find out what he's doing. Doom, doom, doom. Anyways, I just think it's crazy that the Navy and actual U.S. government officials have started to say, "Yeah, no, there are things out there that we don't know." I think they're all ex-Navy. I mean, that is a. I don't think there's a current. U.S. official that's employed right now that is saying that. I think it's all... I, well, I don't think they're allowed to, but so so what? So all these ex-people just decided to, like, hey, we're out of the force. Let's just, like, have spread you, fucking wild rumors about you, aliens. It's kind of fun. Have you, have you ever heard of a cash grab? I've been doing for weeks. Like, people lie professionally all the time to get money. If, you, if I can say, dude, I have been in the CIA for 30 years. Aliens? Saudi Arabia. They're everywhere. I saw them. Saudi Arabians to come to you and say, we're going to give you a million dollars a month to spread this information. I do. Before we go to last call, because we're about there, um, you mentioned Saudi Arabia. So uh, let me let me tie a fucking bow around this alien thing. I don't know. I just think it's crazy that like there are people who, who were in the government that are saying, like, no, there are things that we can't explain. We believe they're from a different universe. And everybody's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Right? I, I just think that's kind of mind-blowing to me. But you mentioned Saudi Arabia. There were new developments in the whole Live Golf PGA. Yeah, I was in reference to the yeah, Live Golf yeah, Tour. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. So, essentially, it came out that the PGA Tour commissioner admitted that we could, they could not fight the Saudi Arabian Public Investment Fund anymore because they had 620 billion dollars in their investment fund and the saudis were fine not making any money on live golf but they were going to bleed the pga tour dry with litigation well, they were just going to bleed them dry that, and it, hemorrhage money that's how that works and so you know the pga tour if they wouldn't have suspended all of those guys caused all the litigation the PGA Tour would be sitting pretty right now. Oh, they, yeah, they, they wouldn't have had to do anything, but because they went after Live Golf, shame on them. They they were so short sighted. The Saudis were so smart in everything that they are did. You on tell this. me, people that are institutionalized for something are very short sighted over the long term because they it was, believe in one thing. They had no idea that this is this is what the Saudis were going to do. They didn't care. They were going to bleed money, hemorrhage money, whatever. And again, Jay Monahan should be fired. By the way, he got sick with some un known illness or whatever i'm just saying the saudis have done it before i know it's probably, it's probably, it's probably it's, it's, no it's probably from the aliens it could be from the okay you know you think, what you, live golf is an alien uh you know propaganda thing like you know they want to they want to really facilitate that but no it, that's just it's it's, it's, it's literally <laughs> apples to apples comparison to any big company that has a fuck ton of money swallowing another smaller company the pga very prestigious you know, people loved it, but golf was, I would say, has never been a very popular sport in America. You look at basketball, you look at football, you look at even baseball, top three, always. Viewings, ratings, those are the top three. The PGA, you have your cult following of like, it is a lot of people, but it's not enough. Like, I, I do think it was growing, though, at a steady rate. COVID, I'm not COVID saying that. It grow. Uh, yeah, but I, I I think there's a lot more people that are our age that are picking up golf rather than picking it up right before they retire. 
and be like, well, oh, I'm going to have all this free time, better pick up a sport or a hobby, and they start playing golf because that's something sporting-wise that you could do into your old ages, right? Because it's But there are a the lot of people, huh? It's because it's easy on the body. Right, yeah. It's easier well, on your muscle, well, the reason ligaments, they, and everything. It but, got picked up during COVID because it's an outdoor sport that is kind of segregated, so anybody can play it, right? That's why people really got into it during COVID. But even prior to that, I think there was still... A, a younger youth movement that was actually starting to play it like picking up more than like our than it was when I was growing up like way younger I think, I think it's the also, average age of the golfer has come down significantly and I thought that started prior to COVID as well I think it's more of just maybe it was at a turning point of accessibility like golf is a rich person sport for a long time and even you know for us like you know, I will go play a $30, $40 course any day of the week. The Brickyard now, I found out, $200 for one round of golf. 18? 18. $200 for 18 rounds or 18, 18 holes. holes. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? $200. It was 120 like two years ago, three years ago. Inflation, yeah. man. And it's like. <laughs> $200? Like, that's fucking insane. $200 for me to go lose $200 worth of the balls. balls. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to stop at the pro shop and buy i I've still got to go, though. That's For me, that's something like no, it, it, combines two it's, it's, hobbies of It's mine. a bucket list. But now it's more of a bucket list thing versus yeah. like, oh, I, I could, you know, I could save up some money for a little bit of that. But now it's like 200 bucks. Shit. What's next year? 300 The crazy thing is I was in California and I went to Pebble Beach. I didn't play. I was at Pebble Beach, and I think at that time it was like five hundred dollars. But it was a year or so out to where you could get a reservation and everything. But it was like five hundred bucks, and I was like, "Really? That's not for being able to play in basically San Francisco, in Monterey so area." A lot, that's, a lot. That's awesome. A lot of those courses, I believe, give you an experience, right? So some of those courses you can't even play unless you have they will give you a caddy no they, they, they it's like required. They, it's required for you to have a caddy they show you around so it's an experience that I, as well as will they it, it's not a it's, beer with me i don't know i don't think they're probably allowed to i have no idea but but the point is like the you're paying for an experience more so than just a round of golf That's reason. so I, so 2023 now apparently for okay. Pebble so, Beach Green Fees at six twenty five. So I remember right. It, but I think is there is there a different price if you live in the area? I have no last time I looked, if you live near the course, it's like half the price. Is if you don't. Well, that's I, like a, that's a gated community there. Like I, it's it's gated. Well, so, and, I, and there's I think two or three other golf course or two other golf courses like immediately within that gated area. So I, I had a coworker that moved down to Tampa literally today. Um, he was, he's a, he's an avid golfer, um, and he used to have a, a membership at a country club here in Indianapolis, and he was looking at just maybe somewhere to go down there. He looked at a whole bunch of different ones, and he told me about one where the initiation fee was $150,000. Mm-hmm. For just, that's it, that's the initiation fee. Mm-hmm. Like you, that's not even counting like your actual fee for the year as a member now, that's that is a ridiculous amount of money the one here in indianapolis that's kind of the most well-known one it's a uh, crooked stick i think we looked it up it was like forty thousand initiation fee and then there were other fees on top of that i again i'm going to preface this by saying that's a stupid amount of money it is a one-time fee like you don't have to pay that every single year 
Right. No, I understand. But, I mean, that. you 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 would drop more. Go if ahead you, and if buy you, a if you had that size house. But if you had that you'll money, you'll never get anything out of it. But if you had that money, if you had the money to drop on that, you would drop it on a car. You would spend a hundred. If you had the amount of money where one hundred fifty thousand means less to you than somebody in our spot. You would drop that on a car. You would drop that on something yeah. more meaningful. To you, I, right? I do think there's more that you're getting out of it, right? When you when you're paying that, you're getting. Uh, think about all the other people. There's a lot club. of connections that you're making there. It's a. It's just still. It's just. It's wild a network like, networking opportunity, right? And, and like we looked at the course, and it looked like a nice course, and I guess it hosts the the women's PGA Championship every year or something like that. But it's still one of those things where it's like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars to just. Hey, can I play here? Like, you got you got a got a nice mid-sized family home amount of money just laying in your pocket. All right, cool, get in here. And I don't I don't know what the yearly membership is, but if it's one hundred fifty thousand just for the initiation fee, I can't imagine like the yearly fee is under fifty grand. The we have a, a friend that we went to college with whose brother works at the Beverly Hills Country Club. And so he gets a bunch of celebrities on the, like, just imagine like the amount of money that flows through that. The U S open this weekend is at LA country club. And some of the houses, if you look at the overviews of the, some of those houses are on real and that's in LA. Yeah. Like that's like 10 minutes from downtown. And these houses are massive, right? If you have that type of money, it's a, it's a social thing, right? Like it's almost an investment to a degree for the, some of those networking because you're not playing with a bunch of guys that you get when you go out to the public course here and they're in the cutoff cutoffs and jean shorts. <clears throat> I right? I've it's, never it's, I, see even thing even with the course that's near here which I won't say is like super expensive but it's I've never seen a dude that's not just like, you know, in a regular pair of golf shorts and a at least a polo. Nope, I've seen some shit. <laughs> I've definitely seen some shit. So Fair enough. It's a it's a fraternity in a way. You're you're paying for a membership into something to be a part of an exclusive, and some people just want that exclusivity, right? Uh, no, they want I, to be a part of that. I so agree. If and you're again, willing to pay that much money, then I and you have it. I mean, go for it. Man. Go for it. Whatever. Well, it's that time of the night. What time of the night is it? It is the last call. Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the loud. Start it over. Start oh, it over. Boy. Run that back. Yeah, run yeah, that, run, run it not, back. No, just... Yeah, or whatever. Do what you want to do. Last call. <laughs> this is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the last call podcast where every week we do a little something different. This week we're going to do something uh, which I don't know if you guys have ever played this game. I have not. There is a game called. Let him finish it. There is a game called Boulder Dash. I was correct. I've never played that game. Is this where I run away from boulders? Yeah. I have to dash very quietly. This guy gets the game. The game of Boulder Dash, for those of you who haven't played, is where you pick words out of a they're just a bunch of cards with words on them and they are very obscure english words that probably 95 percent of the population has never heard of the game is you have to come up with what you think that word actually means you shuffle them up and then the drawer reads them out and then you all vote on what you think the word 
actually means. And if you get it right, you get points, so on and so forth. However, there's only three of us. It's more fun with a large group because then you can kind of mix and you don't know who wrote what. So, excuse me. What I have found is a list of Boulder Dash game words. I don't know the definitions of any of these, so I'm going to play with you. But I'm going to read you the word. I'm going to give you a few seconds to come up with what you think this word means. We're going to see if any of us can get any sort of close to what these words actually mean. I took... uh etymology in high school oh shut the fuck up <laughs> um which is the study of word origins i see really just type that in i did take etymology no i don't i don't even confirm like what's but i pretty much forgot all of it so we'll see all right are you guys ready to play boulder dash sure all right we're gonna go uh we're gonna um, go sure we're, sure we're gonna go with 10 we're gonna go with 10 words oh god damn Okay, seven. I don't know. How about nine and a half? Nine and a half. There we go. All right. Are you ready? Sure. Yep. All right. I'm just going the top ten words on the list that I found. Um, hold on. <laughs> Sniffing your microphone there. Wad mill tilt. Wad mill tilt. Wad mill tilt. W A D M I L T I L T. Wad mill tilt. I know what the fucking tilt means, but wad. Oh, no. you're, you're tilting you your tilt wad. Is, so, so, is, so, is, is that a specific thing? Where can like, I get when, the country of origin? <laughs> I have no idea. This can, is just the word, can man. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Boulder my... Dash, and my word is wad mill tilt. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, I did no, no. I took shot. my wad tilt for a walk. Um. <laughs> Dude, the funny thing about this game is it could literally be anything. anything. Yeah. So if you said it's a type of dog, that could absolutely I mean, be the answer. Wad mill tilt for me is like some this is a very specific thing that you're milling some sort of something and you have to tilt it a very specific way. I have no fucking idea. Okay, so the process. I, I'm just gonna call it the words. Okay, I'm it's a, okay. So Sean's definition. I'm gonna I'm gonna create this definition so that you understand the game. Sean's definition is a milling process in which you have to turn the object in a specific fashion in order to mill it correctly. Yep, that it is. That's exactly what it is. That's, that's what I'm going with because I can't. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> just go ahead and let's let's get an example here. I will let's answer every one of these questions if you want it. That's so fine. okay, so here we go. Wadmill tilt is a noun. It's a strong, rough woolen cloth employed to cover powder barrels and to protect ammunition. Close enough. Wadmill tilt. I think I hit it on the head there. <laughs> Sick. Okay. All right. <laughs> you were, we you're, were so close. I, I think I was, I was right there. I was wadmill tilting right on the fucking answer. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the next one? Yep. Sure. Scrivio. Oh my god. It's Italian. Scrivi. I, I I'm gonna assume <laughs> that it's foreign. So, so it, it, it's got the double L, so I'm I'm gonna say it's a y sound. So it's S C R I V E L L O. Scrivio. I again no idea. Scrivio. Yeah, same thing. You know, for sure. So are you saying it is Latin in nature or uh Italian. Dude, Italian. I have no information other than the word. I'm just no. guessing at how you pronounce this. God Scrivio. damn it. You didn't like type him in like Google Translate it's, and figure that shit uh, out? No, be, I wanted to play the game. <laughs> it's going to be something that you use to scribe 
um, on a surface. I don't know what that surface is, but it's something to etch or is mark. It, you're describing okay. that prosciutto? It's a scravillo. It's where you're using to, to write on cheese. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, a I utensil be, used to no, write to on cheese. No, to be fair, because like when they have those blocks of cheese, they have yeah. to write the things on the side, yeah. like, uh, the rind, on yeah. the rind part okay. of the cheese. So a tool used to write on the side of cheese. Is that what you're going Just fuck with? Fuck it. Let's go with it. Let's <laughs> okay. ship it. Scrivillo. An elephant's tusk of less than 20 pounds in weight. <laughs> like I said, they use, oddly a, but they use those to write on the cheese. You could use that to write on the because, cheese. Because they're the only thing tough in it. The ivory How is, do you think is, is Swiss cheese is made? God damn it. What do you think they <laughs> use to poke the holes in it? <laughs> the tusk. Do, 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 do. <laughs> We gotta find it. But is that like animal cruelty though? They're like killing the elephant, or it's you know. No, they're still using the elephant. He's still alive. He's helping. Oh, okay, he gets yeah. a healthy salary Dumbos. of of oats. Oats? Do do elephants eat oats? I, I think so. I don't know, man. All right, you guys ready for the next one? He eats a whatever the woolly, <laughs> whatever the other word. Scapolamency. <laughs> what? Scapolamency. A okay, scalpel? So oh, hold on, hold on. It is spelled S C A P U L I M A N C Y. Jesus Christ. Scapulamency. Again, I might be sounding <laughs> these are so bad. Here, your your study of etymology literally it says sorry, no etymology is found. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. Um NC like Democracy. Oh, I, I, I don't like, think we right? can use conventional logic here because we've been elephant tusk and uh, a fucking <laughs> sweater or something to keep something cool. S- one more time. Scopolamency. Fucking damn it, dude. <laughs> dude, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's just the practice of um, scalping people. I have no idea. Okay, well. <laughs> uh, it's the the... Leo documentation of the South Pole. <laughs> Scopolamency. South Polamency. So, I don't know, man. I'm just making up something. Okay, I can't even pronounce this word. Divinate. Oh, now we have another word in the definition. Oh, we gotta guess that too? Oh, boulder dash everywhere. Boulder, boulder, boulder. Divination by Divinate. means of a shoulder blade. Oh, scapula. Yeah, you bitch, you didn't pronounce it right. Scap, it's S C A P U L I. Oh yeah, no, I'm Scapul- divining. That's from how me. you would say it. Scapulamentary. No, I'm, Scapulas. I'm, I'm divining from nice a scapula right now. Right. You don't know how to read. Sean is massaging my back, and it's actually kind of nice. It's your scapula. Like Scapulamentary. Right, you know? oh, right thank there. You. Thank yeah. you, sir. All right, that. you're gonna really like this one. Queez, madam. Oh God. There is a hyphen in this word. Hey, get out of here, Siri. No helping. <laughs> oh, no, here, just start listening. Siri, please help. Fuck. Queez hyphen madam. No, I can't. Queez madam. I can't, answer, I can't answer this question. I cannot because I know what I want to go to. It's, it's a, answer answer the question. It is, a, is it, it is a noun, right? Are uh, all of these nouns? Yes, this is a noun. They're all nouns? Yes. Okay. Queez madam. It's a material, it's like an item, single item, that would be a noun, yes. Or a person. Or a person, person, place, or thing. Yeah, person, place, or thing. There's only um, basic around to a quiz. It madam. is a quiz. Quiz is when you puke, right? A quiz, madam, is a, a, a 
puke composite of multiple pukes from a group. A, a, a group of pukes. <laughs> Someone who collects the puke? That's what we're going with. Oh, my God. Please, man. There's a lot of judgment here, Aaron, and you're not fucking putting anything out there, all right? We're all you're risking it. We're risking everything. You're playing Mr. Rulemaster and just reading off the words, but you're not actually helping. You said you don't know, so you could contribute. You could Queez, be a part of the failing yeah, team I, as well. I, I will say Queez is spelled Q-U-E-E-Z hyphen madam, M-A-D-A-M. Queez, madam is a French Yorganelle pear. So I think it's actually a fruit. (laughs) This game sucks. So if I ate it, I could queeze. I'm at the queeze just from playing this fucking game. (laughs) Sean has not liked any of the last calls recently. I can't help it. Okay, here's one. He loves my presentation. Here's here's one I think that you... This one seems... It was good. This one seems much more reasonable in pronunciation. It is a prager. P R O G G E R Prager. Oh, so so much better. Yeah, a little Prager, like Frogger, but with a with a what? Prog rock? I think it's like, better than that? a. That's what happens when matter. Frogger gets hit by the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. It is a noun. <laughs> I hate this game. I don't like this. Frogger, this is stupid. Can you use it in a sentence? No, he's man. You made Builder Dash where it's Frogger. <laughs> I, I will. I will. I'm going to use part of the definition. In as the sentence, one who progs. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake! <laughs> this is bullshit. One who progs. Is it somebody a, who, a progger? Is, is is it somebody who walks through prog? Is it someone who progressively pisses me the fuck off? Because <laughs> I think that might be one of them. So very two different words there. Two different. That's yeah, fine. So I'm going to read this definition. You were you were you were getting there. Okay. So uh, the definition of progress. This is somebody who rides a bike through prog because they love their bikes. (laughs) One who progs a Amsterdam. Sorry, did I screw that up? I think it's Amsterdam. A rambling or aimless searcher, specifically one who progs for clams, oysters, (laughs) etc. A pot fisherman. Okay. No, I don't think you were close to that one, but I'm sorry. I, I the the rambling or aimless searcher, one who just walks through Prague. I don't but know. for I thought, clams, I that oysters, that's that. Oh, that kinda, that's the more specific. Uh, I would I would have taken there. You get two more of these, and I'm done. Next one. Yeah, All we right. got. Two, yeah, let's give it two more. Fine. Fungible. Okay. It's an adjective. Fungible. Things that are fun. The fuck. It's a... Uh, Tangible fun? What is that? Fungible is what happens when I eat a Lunchable. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> He's making them pizzas. <laughs> Dude. Okay, okay. okay. You, you guys, you have heard this term before. Fungible? Yes. Yeah, I actually... Yeah. You've heard it. Where have sure, you heard maybe. it? There's usually whole, uh, a, a non-fungible... Oh, fungible token. So, oh. what is, so fungible... <laughs> hey man, you gotta try some different stuff. It might work. This is only, this is only proving that that people are paying money, like in the case of NFTs, for something that they don't even know about. You just say, "Oh yes, yeah, oh, non fungible token." Oh yeah, that sounds like a good thing. I'm gonna buy it. Whatever. I don't even know what that means. 
it, it'll really hit you when you hear what fungible means. A really so you have fungible currency. So uh, like is, the, US, the gold standard is that what we're going so on? So a non fungible token is is fungible mean like you could duplicate it or replicate it like twice whereas an nft like they are very very specific to where you cannot duplicate it at all right it doesn't actually have to do with anything to do with duplication okay what fungible actually means is returnable or negotiable in kind or by substitution so it's non-returnable essentially you're saying hey you buy this you're fucked (laughs) No gives you back <laughs> Whoopsie. That's actually what fungible means. All right, we'll do one more. Sorry, I thought your guys' vocabulary was a little bit. Oh, I'm you sorry. Have you not are, I, I are you using shit here? All right? Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> oh, but yeah, can't wait for this one. I'm going to contribute. I'm not going to look at the definition. Oh, you I will. Did, bitch. You try to throw that in our direction. We immediately set it right back. Bum clock. God, I'm, I'm done. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm done. Fuck this. Bum clock? Really? Bum clock? B-U-M hyphen clock. The old ass clock? Is that what we're doing here? Like, what the fuck is that? Um, do, I tell, do I ask a random bum the time? What is right. this? It is where you stick your butt up in the air like a sun clock, like a sundial. A sundial. And you get the time. I, I'm going with that because I don't care at this point. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say... I, I don't. I, I have not seen this definition. I have no idea, and I'm going to be wrong. But, oh, you got it right. Yeah. But no, what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say is, like, when you wake up and you have to go to the bathroom at the same time every morning, that's the bum clock. Okay. Like, take a shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like when you wake up in the morning, you're like, hey, I really got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yep. Every time, same time, whatever. That's the bum clock. Okay. Right. Let's see, let's see what it actually what is. is it? Bum clock. An insect which bums or hums. Okay. <laughs> Such as a bee. <laughs> All right, we're done here. <laughs> so, so a bee bum clocks, okay. apparently. Yep. All right. Fucking, this is dumb. I hate this. Okay. Uh, well, you know what? Sometimes you live and you learn, guys. You know what? I had fun. I thought it was funny watching you struggle. I thought it was oh, yeah, funny yeah, watching Sean get mad. No, it no, no, must be really fun from over there on the other side <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, table. Shit. Can't wait for my last call. My bad. Uh, uh, Next week, Sean will bring us the last call that hopefully gets me mad. We'll oh, see. it's going to get you mad. <laughs> I'm going to waste ketchup. I'm just going to pour it in the fucking trash That's can. the last call. You're going to pour ketchup over it? I'm going to watch you get upset. <laughs> All right. For the last call podcast, thank you for joining us on this Friday. Anything else, guys, before I uh, get How us out How about you guys a bum clock somewhere? <laughs> All, All right. right. Hey, have a good week. Enjoy, enjoy life. It's fun. Weekend. For the last call podcast, I'm Aaron. That's Nick. That's Sean. And we hope you have a great fucking Friday.